Hey there! Welcome to the Rambling Gals Podcast. We are your hosts, Angela and Adriana, and here you'll find pretty much everything travel-related. We took a trip a few years ago and made a fair amount of mistakes that cost us money and messed up our plans. And since then, we've worked on perfecting travel itineraries and made it a goal to get as many people as we could out into the world exploring. So here you'll find our best travel tips and tricks, interviews with other travelers and business owners, a little bit of storytelling, and a lot of tomfoolery. Thanks for listening. So today's topic is reverse culture shock. And I feel like most people know about culture shock, but maybe a less talked about part of traveling is culture shock. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even read. I'm getting really hot. I need to take off my jacket. (laughs) This entire podcast is to teach Adriana how to read. It's like I'm in school again and the teacher called my name. To indeed prove that you are literate. (laughs) Okay, Adriana, read the next chapter. You're like the yeah, you're the kid in the class that I'm dreading to read the next chapter. Or the next paragraph. I'm dreading more. For that reading game called popcorn. I used to do that just so I could get out of the way. I'd be like, oh, you're going to go. I, I love to be the reader. I can't even read sometimes. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> just thought you were different else. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Maybe you could try it in an accent. <laughs> Hello. Today's topic is about reverse culture shock. <laughs> okay. Hello. Today. <laughs> That sounds like a robot. Let me start over. Okay. <laughs> Don't laugh. Okay. Ooh, Hi there. So serious right now. Okay. Hey go. there, Adriana here. <laughs> Your neighborhood friend, Adriana. Okay. Okay, so today's topic is reverse culture shock. I feel like most people know about culture shock, but maybe a less talked about part of traveling is when you come home and experience reverse culture shock. And it's the worst. So we're going to paint a picture of you just got home from a really amazing trip of being gone for two months. And you made a bunch of friends from around the world and experienced new cultures. And maybe you like had to rely on yourself for the first time. And then you basically had the best time of your life and you come home and you just have to go back to your regular life of school or work or whatever it is. And the, best like the part of having a new adventure every day is just gone and so that's what we're talking about today is that terrible feeling of when you return home and you just have to go back to your normal life and that's reverse culture shock and it's terrible (laughs) it is the worst it is so sad so we think about at home we have a routine and we've gotten used to getting around what you probably have a favorite coffee shop or restaurant and you're just totally comfortable and in your own element. And that's why you experience culture shock when you leave. Everything is brand new. Yeah, so you're like leaving your comfortable little bubble of being at home and you go to this new place. And then while you're there, you start to become comfortable because you learn how to get around and it's this new environment that you then become like start to get to know better. So you start having favorite restaurants to go to 
or you start um, like having a favorite coffee shop and getting into more of a routine while you're gone. So then you kind of experience that same feeling when you come back home, even though when you come back home, things aren't so new, but it's just like that, like hopping from different place to different place and getting comfortable in each of the places is what really throws you off. And some of the most terrible symptoms are <laughs> boredom, you're easily distracted, restless, you get sad and a little bit depressed, <laughs> and yeah. you get irritated with things about your own culture, things that mm -hmm. you were used to before, and now you're unused to them because it's completely different from the country that you just came from. You get mm -hmm. uneasy and even though there may be people around you, you have a feeling of loneliness as well, which is lonely. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very lonely, that loneliness. You just miss, <laughs> miss the people, the places. You miss just waking up in your hostel or your hotel or wherever you are and just getting ready for a new day, a new city, somewhere you've never been, something really exciting. And that's just gone. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest part for me anyway is it's just so much fun because you don't really know what each day is going to be like. It's just, it really is just like a new adventure every day. And then you come home and you're like, Oh, I just have to go to work and do the same stupid stuff every single day. Same, same every day. And it's just, that's like where the boredom comes in is mm -hmm. because a, a week ago you were just living your best life wherever you were having yeah. a great time. And then you're plopped down doing your regular old stuff. And also when you come home, like nothing has really changed. So even if you're gone for a super long time, like our first trip was two and a half months, which I guess isn't really that long, but you feel like maybe because you feel like you've changed and then you come home and like your friends are still doing the same stuff and have the same drama and just everything's the same. You just go right back to work and like you never even left. Yeah. Same, same, not different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not different at all. Exactly the same. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I would say, like, uh, maybe, like, the missing people, even though you probably miss your friends and family at home, again, it's just, like, you're meeting all these interesting, fun, exciting people from around the world that you don't have those people at home. So, even if it's not, like, specific people you miss, we usually just miss the, like, the meeting of new people, like, the opportunity to do that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like there's yeah. no accents here. It's not as fun. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Where are all the good accents? To wake up and then go meet a ton of new people and then spend time with them. And it's sad right. when it's over. And also you leave and then you come back. And even if the trip was a month or two months, three months, you get back and everything is the same. Then it yeah. almost feels like you never left because it goes mm -hmm. so fast. And you're just sitting at your desk thinking... I was literally just here. Did I even go on my trip? Yeah. And especially because, like, if it is your first trip, it's such a different experience. And maybe it was, like, the best time you've ever had. And, yeah, it just feels like it didn't even happen when you get back home. And it's just bizarre. Mm -hmm. It's a really weird feeling. So then <clears throat> I would say the hardest part of it is when you come home and you are excited to tell people about it. <laughs> or you're excited to show them pictures or tell them fun stories or things that happened and nobody is interested in what you have to say. 
Yeah. Ask it just like takes they, the wind out of your sails. <laughs> yeah. They'll ask you questions. Just kind of simple questions. And then you want to get into more detail and then you can kind of tell that people are losing interest and then you just go back to if you had a travel partner, you just call them and just start reminiscing. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, most of the people that ask will just ask like, oh, how was your trip? And what was your favorite place or what was your favorite city or something? And then usually after like 30 seconds of talking, yeah, you can just tell they're becoming uninterested and yeah. are just doing it to be polite kind of. And the tr- end of the conversation. <laughs> yeah. And then I just kind of like trail off because I can tell they're not interested. And you're like, man. That was an exciting story I was going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not interested. So. And there were times where people would ask me about our trip and they would ask me like one question and I would seriously talk. Like I would be in the middle of a sentence, like my very first sentence. And people would just kind of cut me off and start talking about, like I had some people who would start talking about their upcoming vacation, which I thought was kind of odd. Or they would just kind of go off on a tangent and then the discussion would be over with. So then it's weird because that's, you're trying to sum up, we were trying to sum up a two and a half month trip and then someone let me, let us talk for, you know, 10 to 15 seconds and then they were done listening. So, I mean, there's people in our like immediate circles of friends and family that have probably never heard any of our travel stories and not that we have like amazing stories or anything but it's just weird to me that like people are just not interested in it at all and yeah so that's part like that's probably the biggest part of culture shock reverse culture shock that gets me is like just people really don't give a shit about anything that you have to say when you come back so it's just something that you kind of need to be prepared for and definitely having you know Adriana as someone that is also interested in travel has helped so much with that aspect of it but nobody's like oh let's sit down or and talk about it which I would totally do as a fellow traveler but uh, yeah it's just like that weird disconnect is just strange to me that other people don't do that so be prepared when you come home if you're really excited to tell people all your travel misadventures or your travel stories Uh, they probably won't be interested in in any of it. If you're planning a trip and the amount of things you need to do makes you want to curl up in the fetal position and take a nap, you're definitely not alone. From learning how to budget during your trip to when to book your flights and getting around some of those barriers you have to travel, we put together four days of helpful information including videos, podcast episodes, and some handy worksheets to help get you out into the world. If you're struggling and think that traveling is not in the cards for you, this is the kick in the ass you need. You can sign up for our free four-day challenge at theramblinggals.com slash travel challenge. See you in there! And then something else that I feel like has helped us is having something else to look forward to. And usually on our trips, we start planning our next trip while we're on our current trip. Yeah. And it could be slightly an issue. (laughs) And I think I made it like one week after our last trip before I bought another plane ticket. Just because I was, I had that feeling of like, oh, I'm so not like bored, but I'm like restless. I don't have anything to look forward to or research or plan or anything like that. And it was just like it didn't feel right. (laughs)
that does help us is just get into it and start planning our next trip. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't think, you know, everybody has that opportunity that they can just do trip after trip. But at least, like, for this trip coming up to Thailand, we just bought our plane tickets and we haven't taken a trip together in a while. So even if we don't, like, actually make reservations, we make plans that, oh, in 2019 we're going to do this so we at least have something yeah. to look forward to in the Big next idea. year. Yeah, we start, th- we start thinking of ideas and ideas of places that we want to go. Yeah. Things that we want to see. Yep. Um, I don't know. What else did you want to talk about? That's, that's everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's everything. Um, I can't think of things on the spot. Oh, I was going to talk about how, because you share your pictures online all the time, you know? Okay, I'll just talk about that for a few minutes. For a few minutes? Is it interesting enough you think to talk about for a whole few minutes? No, I'm just going to try. I figured you would jump in there at some point. I think that for every podcast, we need to have, like, a funny travel story. That's what I was trying to think of, too, and I couldn't think of any for this one. We could do at the very end of our episodes, like, our funny travel story for the week. Yeah, everyone should have one. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Oh, well, I'm going to talk about this for now. <laughs> okay. If you can think of one in the meantime, feel free to jump in there. Okay, I'm going to try to think of something while you talk. Okay. Action. Go. <laughs> and I think maybe it's because we're so involved in travel and always thinking about it all the time. Um, but I was thinking about this today is that maybe it's because we share like our vacation pictures on social medias and stuff that people don't really feel like they are very interested in your travels. But it's just weird to me that it's such a big part of everybody's life now is they go on vacation, they take pictures and they share their pictures on Instagram or Facebook. And then nobody really wants to hear about your travels. And it's just like this weird kind of like disconnect to me because everybody loves looking at vacation photos on those platforms but they don't like once they see you in person they don't really ask any questions and maybe it's because they feel like they got like the gist of your trip maybe from those photos I don't really know but um I don't know I was just thinking about that today that maybe because social media is so such a big part of traveling now people feel like they don't need to ask anything no (laughs) What are you laughing at? <clears throat> well, I need water and I don't have any. <laughs> I don't have any around me. I have some. We have a little sip right now, in fact. Oh, that's rude. <laughs> I could use <clears throat> that over here. <clears throat> yeah. I was talking to this guy that went to Afghanistan before and he was telling me about it. Oh. That it was, I mean, obviously that's an extreme example, but he was talking to me about how weird it is like you're in a war zone. And everything is so much different. And then you just come home and people are, like, worried about stupid stuff. Just talking about things that are not really that important. And he's like, like, a week ago, I was in Afghanistan, like, in a war zone. And people are talking about what Instagram photo they want to post. Yeah. That that must be so weird. Yeah, I can't even imagine that. Shit. Yeah. That has to be, like, the most extreme form of culture shock. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're going over there in extreme circumstances and everyone at home is just like skipping through meadows. (laughs) 
living their living their lives without even thinking about you. So obviously, our culture shock is not that uh, you know extreme, but you definitely <laughs> feel it once you come home. Man, why do we not have kebab shops every on every corner here? It's we like could, we could do. Oh, here are some questions we ask ourselves after we get back on trips. <laughs> yeah, where is that food that I want right now? Or that drink? Um, why can't I drink in public? You couldn't like into that more like uh, yourself. What? I'm just mumbling. Where is the perfect drunk food of kebabs? <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> so good. Or it's also weird when you have been like practicing the language. You know? And then you feel like you've started to get a grasp on it. Okay? Okay? <laughs> yeah, and you just start saying weird things. So here are some questions we ask ourselves when we get back, when we're walking around through our town, or just back in our home state. Why isn't there a kebab shop every 10 feet? These <laughs> <laughs> are so good. Go. Why can't I barter on the prices of everything? <laughs> I want this for 10 Sense less, okay? <laughs> Where are all the trains? What do you mean it takes me nine hours to get there? Mm -hmm. Where's the high-speed train? Exactly, that's a good one. <laughs> Where are all my sexy accents? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why does everyone have a plain, boring American... American? <laughs> one of them American accents. Why can't I spend all day at the beach? Wait, what do you mean I have to work all day? <laughs> unacceptable anywhere <laughs> anywhere yeah why am i confined to just my home and a bar mm -hmm. the streets are for drinking too don't you know why do i feel so blue <laughs> why do i feel as if i'll never escape this brown hellhole <laughs> getting back from ireland why is everything so brown why are the yeah. brown why are the leaves brown why are the trees brown <laughs> i sincerely took off my sunglasses and said is this what it always looked like here <laughs> why getting, is everything so dull getting back from spain um excuse me you must have forgotten to put sangria on the menu yeah by the pitcher load <laughs> where might that be why are you giving me my ticket my no let me start that over <laughs> why are you giving me my food bill already yeah i'm halfway done with my meal what? You, what do you, why do you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, why what do you mean I can't nap in the middle of the day? Why do you expect a tip from me? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I can't go to the discotheque? <laughs> Where's the discotheque in this town? Why is this restaurant air so fresh and clean? Where's the cigarette smoke? <laughs> <laughs> why is my beer not in its proper glass? Oh, that is a, just a great feature. <laughs> I ordered a Sierra name. Nevada. I want a Sierra Nevada glass. Yeah, I want the brand name with the brand name, okay? Anyway, the point of all this is that there are so many amazing things about traveling that you miss when you get back home. And it just kind of feels backwards because you wouldn't think that you would miss all these things. But yeah, you really start to notice them once you are, get back home and that reverse culture shock starts to set in. So that's all we wanted to talk about today, and we'll see you on the next episode next Wednesday. Goodbye.
Thanks for listening to the Rambling Gals podcast. You can always head to our website, theramblinggals.com, for more travel resources and our archive of podcast episodes. If this podcast was right up your alley, we would love to receive a review from you. And please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode from us. See you on the next one.